clink. Clink. <laughs> Guys, this is a very exciting moment because it's the first time in the core and of us doing uh, our podcast over Skype that we are both drinking a beer at the same time. Yes. So if you'll remember famously, we were switching on and off, like, it, it, not intentionally, but like, not intentionally, not, not intentionally. And it was also um, just whatever scraps we had around the house. Yeah. Mike had um, his like kidney stones. Yeah. And then I got too wine drunk that one, that one time. And then I didn't want to drink for a while. Yeah. But now we're back, you know, we're yeah. back and we're better than ever. We're not drinking the same thing. No. Which I mean, maybe next week we could. Yeah, we could coordinate. We'll see where where it takes us. Yeah, but I I gotta I gotta say that like so I got my alcohol delivered. You rode your bike to get yours. Yes. <laughs> and I have to be quite honest that like when the doorbell rang and I knew it was my alcohol, I got a got a little woo. <laughs> I, was, I was I quickly entered a state of woo that I'm that I plan to keep throughout this podcast. Uh, I don't know. Just a ray of a ray of of sunlight in these dark times was that. Yes. Was that man delivering my alcohol? Mm. Yeah, I felt free, so I rode my bike to a local brewery and I picked up um, some beer, and that was very freeing. It was like a nice little like. Honestly, I've been having so much me time during this quarantine, but it was like a me time in a new environment on a bike. It was a new and exciting me time. What? New and exciting me time. No, yeah, exactly. So it was not, and it just felt good to be outside. It felt normal to me. Like it felt more normal than like me taking a walk around. The, like so I'm, right now I'm going outside, but I'm going outside and doing things that if it were a normal day, I would not be going outside and doing these things. Like yeah. walking my, I couldn't tell you before this past month, the last time I walked my dog. Right. Um, same, I same. Tell you, I couldn't tell you the last time before this month that I ran around my neighborhood. And uh-huh. now I'm, I'm almost, I want to get to five miles. I'm almost there. Yes. But um, yeah, I've been, I've been stretching correctly. Famously, <laughs> famously a, a physical therapist told me some bodies just aren't made for running when he was talking about me. Um, <laughs> but I've been doing my stretches, so I'm not feeling like the burt of like it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We're just finding, like, I guess finding the the new norm for uh-huh. now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. I think the the delivery of alcohol is very cool. Yeah. I think that I think that some things that we can think positively from what's happening in quarantine are like things that are going to continue to move forward. And I think as we come out of this, I think that there's going to be a lot more precaution with a lot of stuff. So I still think that there are going to be like less people in places and there are, is still going to be like a thing with like contact and like all that stuff. Yeah. So I think like, you know, pre-ordering and like not paying with cash and all that stuff might be like something that continues for a while. Yeah, I agree. Um, But I also think like this whole like alcohol delivery, like, um, even just like from breweries, like you never could really just like order online and go pick up. Like you would go there and you'd go and you tell them what you want and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like this is cool. You can just like be like, oh, I want these two things. They'll have them to your side. You just go there and you pick it up. So yeah, if that's you're awesome. Like, have a busy day. You have something going on. You can just do that. And I feel like that's something that might continue into the future. Yeah, no, definitely. I I definitely foresee like these 
like delivery and pickup options like remaining as like part of what these companies are like obviously like restaurants you could always do like takeout and stuff like that yeah but like for like alcohol brew and breweries like i definitely see them like remaining on and like obviously like still letting people like come in and like socialize and like whatever in the brewery but like you know like you said if you're like running late and you're just or like had a busy day and you're just like oh i, I don't want to go to the brewery like i just want to pick it up and go then yeah. like why not like you know yeah and I think it's also, I mean, it's shining a light on small businesses and, like, mm-hmm. local businesses and stuff, which I think is is important yeah. and a big part of the economy that even, but it's even you're seeing, like, big, big businesses, like, kind of like, like, TJ Maxx or, like, on Home Goods or, like, a Marshalls, they shut down literally a month ago. They sent out an email to everyone, and I'm, like, a... I have a TJX card, so, like, I'm, I guess I'm a, you know, but they, they sent a thing being, like, we're shutting down all of our online, which their online was decently new. They only mm. started selling, like, TJ Maxx online for, like, a year, but all stores, which makes sense, but then all online stuff, too. Oh, interesting. A little crazy. Yeah. a little crazy, especially for a big company like that, that I think could, could survive and could keep going. Yeah. Um, being online. Um, so it's like, still there's like, it's not only like small businesses that I think even now more than ever, it's small businesses that are pushing towards, um, either online or like social media ordering. There's like a couple of stores that I follow that are in the area and they just are like, um, like DM me if you want this. Like I'm, I'm like doing orders that'll go out today. If you order between like now and 3 PM, like, or something like that. Wow. So yeah. Or they're doing like, there's like a, a consignment kind of they do consignment but they also do like like normal new clothes or whatever too and they've been doing these things where they do like a $20 box a $40 box and like a $50 box Uh and it's just gonna be like you'll say your size but it'll just be a bunch of stuff oh that's cool that's like those and you'll get like a like a shit ton of stuff yeah that's cool but it's like they still they just have to like figure out new ways on how to like move the business forward yeah yes yeah that's cool though yeah mm-hmm. i like that a lot very it's and asbury's <laughs> they're the ones who are doing it uh, but th- look at us i feel like this is the first part of podcast since the pandy that we started where we're not like well guys day blah 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 in the pandemic yeah, i think it's like it's truly like it's been a month literally it's yeah it's been a month um so it's been real like I think guys we went harley through... harley looked out her window longingly when she said it's, it's been a month and then she like silently like turned her head to the window to like stare outside i did uh but it's like i think it has like a month of four weeks of you doing anything is going to create a sort of routine a sort of normalcy to yourself uh-huh. even if it's not the normal that you're used to and i think that that's kind of what's happening, even yeah. though if we don't want to. So there's certain things that I do every day that are like a little bit of a, a little, like, I wish I had a little bit more routine right. of like, of more of a productive routine, because I still am not as productive as I want to be. But I'm not like beating myself up as much about that. I'm like, as long as I move around, get some movement into my day, like, clean, do something a little bit productive. Yeah, talk to somebody like do something I'm not as like, upset and I think in the beginning it was like a big like emotional 
thing like we didn't know like it's like was like really hard because you you're also hearing all this information right all different times and it's like and just like saying like we don't know what it's going to be and like whatever and I mean we're still at that same thing but I think it's more like finding the little joys of your life Mm -hmm. of what you're having now yeah compared to like like crying about what you don't have or what you can't do or what's being canceled or what's happening yeah for sure I've just come to the fact that everything I've had canceled, everything I had planned is going to be canceled. Right. There's like a couple of things that are like lingering, but they're like in July or August. And I just feel like it's going to be shut down. Cause I heard things like big events, like mm-hmm. sport, I might've even talked about the sporting events, like, um, and like concerts and stuff, like fall 2021 is what I heard. Yes. Things will be back to normal, but who knows? These are all projections. These are all... Subject to change. Yeah, exactly. Like, so... Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope for the best. But. Yes. That's all we can do. And like like you said, little joys that you can do throughout your day, throughout this this pandy, uh, just the little joys. So... um, This is a little joy for me. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I look I, forward to it. It's like a little I, bit of a schedule that yes. I have to keep. So that's uh-huh. good. I look forward to it. Too. I look forward to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? Well, okay. Well, so this is what we need to talk about. You want to talk? You want to talk about Little Joyce? <laughs> <laughs> there's a show. There's a little show. I don't know if you heard of it. Have you heard of it? It's okay, called... I want to talk about two. I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about Summer House and Vanderpump Rules. I want to talk oh. about them in the same sphere. I thought you were going to talk want... about the Bravo app. <laughs> I mean, I'll get into that'll be in my summer house conversation. Okay. But okay, Mike, you you lead us into it. Okay. So, I have always so I binged the Housewives. Um, Harley got me onto the Housewives, and then she said, "Okay, well, you're done with the Housewives. You need to do Vanderpump." So then I did Vanderpump. Fell in love with those kooky kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then the show came along called Summer House, which in a Vanderpump season they did like a backdoor pilot thing. Where like yeah. they they went it to the Hamptons. The same crossover. It's the same like how Vanderpump started with like the first episode basically being a um a, a Real Housewives episode, right. but it was the same thing because Stassi and I think Katie and Kristen and Sheena were all at the summer right. house because they knew the twins somehow. How? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. Um, so but I was always like, no, I'm not doing summer house. This is no. I'm not here for it. Don't love it. Blah, blah, blah. And then people at work were like, okay, but like, why aren't you doing Summer House? So then I binged the first two seasons and I truly did not like it. I was like, I don't like really any of these people. The twins annoy me. Steven is good because I like to see like a gay man on Bravo. And and, and he was like messy and like whatever. But it just, it didn't, it felt. It was dark though. That's my one thing. Like, he was in probably in a dark period of his life. 100%. And, yeah. Um, but the first two seasons were just, like, something felt off. Like, it just felt, like, not fully formed. So then I was like, okay, I'm not, like, I'm done. Like, I'm not, I gave it a shot, gave it that good try, like, I'm good. And then you, because you've been on the journey of watching shows live, you caught, yeah. like, some episodes of Summer House live because they were on the after things that you watched. famously when I was very wine drunk. Yes. And, and you I, were texting me. I was me. texting, Mike, this is amazing. Like, I... Yeah. Also, I'm going to say it. Like, basically what, for those of you who don't know what Summer House is, it's basically, like, these people in their 
late 20s, early 30s. Late 30s 30, at this yeah, point. Late 30s is Kyle there. Um, we're into the late 30s we're into at this the point. Late 30s. Okay, but he's the only one. Um, and they all work in New York doing their own things, whatever. Right. Um, but they're actually like in the beginning. And I even think now, for the most part, I think the show has helped them, but for the most part, most of them are still doing some sort of thing yeah. that isn't like the Vanderpumps where they just move into these houses and it's like it's the show the show is where they're getting their money from yeah exactly um i mean i do think now as the that we're on season four now i do think like how it is helping like when you look at what they're doing now but yeah especially kyle um they but when it first starts out they're like just doing jobs doing like whatever Mm -hmm. working at marketing agencies like doing whatever like being a salesperson right um and they basically rent a house for like not the entire summer. Mm-mm. It is like from the end of June mm-hmm. to the like to the end of the summer, yeah. which is interesting because I'm like, you would think usually it's like Memorial Day to to yeah Labor Day, but that's not how it works. So I don't know. Maybe they like do something like maybe it's different in the Hamptons. Like how they oh, so basically they go rent a house in the Hamptons. I don't even think I said Hamptons. Um. And it's just basically three days of them, usually on Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, sometimes a Monday, of them just getting trashed. Uh-huh. And it is very, it's not, at least to me, to what I can see, it's not as produced as, like, a Vanderpump. Yes. It's a little bit more like, it's like when you watch The Real World or one of those other shows and they have, like, room cameras. Uh-huh. And you see, like, the night light camera of them, like, fucking and like Uh, do whatever (laughs) because the night like cameras of them having sex you're you're thinking okay so like you're gonna see them make out and then the covers like like go over them and then it's gonna cut to something else no like you see like like thrusting like under the blankets you Uh hear like moans it is some of the most uncomfortable yes for sure the moans are edited in they definitely bring in the cast to do like like some voice work on the moments they're like (laughs) um but it's like they don't cut away but yes i like the stationary cameras of of it all and that's like how every season starts is like they turn out all the cameras like eight screens of where the cameras are are throughout the house and all the cameras turn on the day they move in and then the last scene of the day they move out all the cameras go black yes and honestly like that's not a big detail but i love i live for it i love for it's so good um, I had, like, I had watched, like, a little, like, I knew who all the Summer House people were. I knew, like, Kyle and Carl. Yeah. Like, I knew of them. I knew of Lindsay. So I knew of, like, the main three. Yeah. And then, but I didn't really watch, but then I was, like, watching it live, and I was, like, I, this is, like, something that I miss. Like, and I don't even love, like, I don't even love to be, like, that drunk and, like, do whatever, but I'm, like, I miss, like, a, a party. I miss, like, a uh-huh. social interaction. I miss, like seeing people right and even if it was meaningless and like like everyone was drunk like I just missed that interaction and it was like really giving and it has been giving me that fuel yeah that's why I think that it came into my life when it did yeah and I am thankful no and I am thankful to you for for telling me that I need to like get back in on season three and then watch through season four. So now we both of us are you fully caught up on season four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've been so, caught up. so I only have to watch like a couple episodes because I've been watching it for like three weeks at this point. Gotcha. So. 
Um, so we are now both fully in on Summer House. But okay, so let me say something. <laughs> oh, so here we go. I hadn't watched the first two se- the first three seasons. Uh-huh. So I was using this beautiful Bravo app, like it was giving me life. Usually, I hate the Bravo app because it gives me commercials. But this time, it's like now that I have all the time in the world, it's like oh, like I could be cleaning while I'm walking or doing whatever. So it's like the commercials didn't bother me. Right. Or like. Or I could like hop in the shower for like what like do whatever like while the commercials are happening. Use your use um, the commercials to time the shower. Yeah, honestly, like a good it's like a three minute shower. Um, and then so I'm like halfway through season three, and the Bravo app just decides I can't click on it, I can't press on it, I can't watch any of season three. Only season four was on, so I didn't get to watch the the second half. But I had my synopsis it for me and i'm sure i can go online and kind of find it or watch it but like yeah i like to watch be able to ha- have the option to watch things on my phone yeah so that's because i need to be walking around and doing things right yeah right. Um, so that was my thing yes okay okay bringing in vanderpump i want to talk about how <laughs> this season has done nothing to me here's my question to you really fast do you think it's better than last season or do you well, think it's like right season. right up there? Was last season when she like had to um was last season like right after um he cheated on her? I know that was the season before. Uh season 6 was when he cheated on her with Faith. And then the whole after the whole season was yes. just him making up for it. Right. Season 6 was, season, season 6 seven, was Season seven started with the proposal. Yes. Okay. And, but see, but this is the issue. Season seven, I could not, like you asked me what it's about and I could not. It, I remember it was a lot about everyone ganging up on James because he called, uh-huh. because he called Katie fat at Pride. Yeah. Um, and though, and then the reunions because the reunions were incredible. The reunion was good. Um, that I do famously not watch, um, I don't know. I think I might be getting more into watching Housewives. I love reunion. a reunion. Um, but I famously like have not in the past. Yeah. Um, but I do watch a Vanderpump because usually they're only like two episodes. Once I start going into three, four episodes, I'm just like, Oh, I say, give me a whole month of reunions, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to sit there and dissect every single scene. Yeah. Okay. So my thing now is I think they are at this point where I think the producers or whoever, like, the production people, they were, like, and even Bravo was, like, okay, like, the original Vanderpump cast, it's been eight years. It's been almost ten years. Mm-hmm. They have grown. We have paid them well. They are doing a thing. Some of them have started businesses. Some of them have done that. Like, whatever. One of them they is have, a New York Times bestseller. looking houses. So, like, we're going to bring in this new bunch. Mm-hmm. The new bunch is doing absolutely nothing for me. Okay. Absolutely nothing. Okay. Because also, you're like, I like Charlie, but Charlie, like, is not even in it at all. She says, like, a couple quippy, like, liners in her testimonials, and that's it. But like, I but I also famously like Dana and Danica. I like Dana, but I think some of the stuff she says is, like, annoying. I agree. And, and Danica has anger management problems. That's why we need her. Um, but like, I don't she know, was but arrested. They're giving, but they're not giving me like that. The other like fresh. I don't know. Like when 
you first watched Vanderpump and you like because you knew in the beginning it was all like real to the most part. Uh-huh. But I just think that I don't know. It's just like really being. I don't know. It's being too much for me. It's being too like. Why was Lisa at their second wedding? Why did Tom lose his lose their second wedding ma- marriage? Their their things. Wait, like, I'll I, one I'll one up you. Why the fuck was Lisa at Dana's birthday party? Yeah, why was yeah why was she was like I just need to stop by to I like Dana though so that, I'm like what? no yeah like I was like that's like and I'm also like why is Brett on I like Max more than I like Brett I will say it I do as well Brett is truly awful Brett is not good for TV no Brett is really awkward and like is just talking and talk like he doesn't know how to not talk he's just talking 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 like they have like see, like the scene when he's talking to Sheena and he's like just friends just, just kind of and it's like it literally like it's 24 hours could be editing but he's just like talking too much um and then the one thing I did like about this week's episode is when they went to the Vanderpump Garden in Vegas which we've been to we went um Honestly, and we and we cast all of the waiters and waitresses. We said, "Oh, she's the Sheena of, of this." Yes, but wait, did you watch this week? Next I didn't watch yet? it yet. No. Oh, there is a waitress in the Vanderpump Garden who laughs like Sheena, looks exactly like Sheena, winds up going home with Max. I'm just gonna give you that. Oh my god! Um, but going back, the Vanderpump Gardens. If you're ever in Vegas, go. Food was great. It was great. Food was great. It was honestly very great. Yeah, so it was I'm not, pretty. I'm not missing any. I think Lisa Vanderpump is great at what she does, but I think she's coming to these birthday parties. She's doing whatever because she's trying to get a little bit more screen time. Yeah, well, there. she's not on Beverly Hills anymore. Exactly, that's what I'm thinking. But all together, I'm just saying that Summer House to Vanderpump, I'm loving Summer House more. Guys, I hate to admit it because I was so ride or die. Last season of Vanderpump was a little bit of a snooze, didn't love it. This season, I felt like we were in the right direction, but and now, like, the Britney and Jax wedding, like, dragged on too much, and now I feel like we're just, like, in this, like, slump. Are they even going on a trip? They just went to Vegas, but it was, like, lame. Like, but, I don't know if like, they're gonna go on an actual trip. You know what I mean? Like, but what about, like, what about, I feel like they should go on Britney and Jax's honeymoon, and they all should go. Or yes, something. something. They did go to Miami, so I guess that was... that's right that's right and i liked the miami stuff see there's there's more things that that i'm liking in season eight than i like in season seven but i agree like summer house is filling that vanderpump like adrenaline rush that i that i used to get from vanderpump i'm now getting from summer house and i'm loving summer house i love hannah i love Paige. uh i like jules i jules needs to go (laughs) i thought it was fucked up when Carl was like, just get rid of both Jules and Jordan. Where I, mean, I was yeah, like, no, I agree with that because it's like Jordan didn't sign to be in the house. Thank you. That's he that was what. Just getting, but what I watched because I did it when when I watched the first episode that I watched that made me get into it. Jules and Jordan. It was when Jules and Jordan were like already together. So I was like, <laughs> so then I like had to like backtrack when they were like, he's not in the house this year. So I was like, oh, he must have been in the house. And I was like, I knew that she was new, but I was like just trying to like put my brain around like how they knew each other but when I saw how they knew each other and then he like ghosted her and she's like he goes to me he's a big fat liar and then also like why do whatever you want to but like why would you continually put yourself on tv if you have like whatever issue you have like that's like embarrassed not just like maybe he's not 
of it, but I like why would you continually put yourself in a situation where they're going to keep exploiting that? Because he is American Psycho, and I know that you're not that you don't know that reference, but he yeah. like like there is a scene in American Psycho which is like a it's like a horror like satire okay, where, yeah. where he talks about like his morning routine and his morning routine is waking up doing push-ups doing crunches and then applying like three different face masks and there is literally a scene did you get did you see it in season three where jordan wakes up and he goes i wake up early because i don't want to be bothered doing my morning routines and he goes i have to do 50 push-ups 100 crunches, 50 laps in the pool, and then I do two face masks. And then there, it's like a shot of him sitting in bed like with like one of those like Han- Hannibal Lecter like face masks. Oh my on. god. And I was like this is he is American Psycho like and he is one of the most uncomfortable presences on screen. Like mm-hmm. him on screen there's something very fake about him that like skeeves me out. Like he just skeeves me out, which is why I didn't un- which is I turned on Jules because I was like, why are you with him? Like, I don't get it. Especially, like... I also don't like how she's, like, obsessed with Paige. And she just... I get, like, you want to be friends, but she's, like, creepy weird. And then I found her Instagram, and she wants to just... She's like, I'm a content creator. That means she's, like, an influencer. Which is what Paige is. But Paige, like, was working at a brand. Right. Whatever, they all got laid off. But now is like, works for Amazon. and does Yeah. It. She's so a host like, for Amazon, it said. Yeah. So it's, like, makes more, like... Yeah. Than just being on Instagram. Yes. Um, not saying that that's bad or whatever. It's lucrative, but it's like a my whole thing with this. It's like you can't be an Instagram influencer forever. Just like bloggers. Think about bloggers ten years ago. Yeah. You could have been a blogger making cash money. Uh huh. But the, all the bloggers turned into um Instagrammers because that's like how people consume now. Right. Anyway, just all in all, I would say if you are looking for some sort of like light fun like you're like kind of like it's kind of getting warmer but not but you kind of want to just like feel like maybe there's hope in the summer for us uh-huh. just watch some summer house yeah it's good it's, it's easy so to good. like it's, it's it's fine it's so good um, uh, but i'm nervous that like what are like if we're still in this quarantine come the end of june like how are we doing summer house are we doing are we doing summer house fall edition like what are we doing yeah. how are we doing summer house i know they they know. must also be nervous about about that yeah like for sure yeah. maybe they'll do like a summer house like like you know how they do jersey shore family vacation. family reunion like yeah. we're just like a week of them going on vacation yeah i feel like maybe they'll do something like that or here's like the original summer house was jersey shore <laughs> you're not wrong Except, except, except they stayed during the week to, to work at a shore shop. Yes, this is right. Um, but here's my idea, and I'm just going to pitch it to you, Bravo. Um, I mean, by this point, they've all been quarantined, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we've been quarantined for more than two weeks. Like, they're not showing symptoms. I say let them, put them in the house. Put them in the house. And then we can do Summer House Quarantine Edition, and then they have to also, stay there. Also, it's like Carl, um, Amanda, and Kyle all work together. Yeah. Like, Lindsay only works with one other person. Right. Which brings me also to, okay, so, me and Harley have been trying to get our hands on some lover boy. <laughs> so that, we just want to try okay, it. So we just want to try it. This, Kyle on the show is an entrepreneur and his new company that he created is Lover Boy. It's a spiked tea. It's like 90 calories, 4.5% alcohol, and I want it. I, and it's, it's gluten-free and it's keto-friendly. Yes. And we need it 
but we don't want to go to the city to try it. And yeah, the only we... place they have it is like Wisconsin, Michigan, and like um, and and New York, like Brooklyn, yeah. Montauk, like all which we can't get to that right now. Um, I tried to deliver it to my dad's work, and it didn't. <laughs> I didn't know you tried that. That's amazing. <laughs> and my dad said, "Don't think this is appropriate, or that can be delivered to the airport." And I said, "You know what? That's fair." that's fair um but anyway so harley sent me an instagram that amanda posted and was like hey sign up for this text like we're gonna be bringing stuff online so i immediately signed up for it obviously got a text back from kyle and amanda and it said (laughs) it said hey it's kyle and amanda so your number is a thing it's like you already texted your number you should be using a platform that takes the number and does it itself well you want to know what i I had time. I had time in the in the quarantine. So I put my number in. Okay. And I'm waiting for a response back um, to see. They said in like two days, right? Yeah. So it should be tomorrow um, for my mom's birthday. Um, <laughs> Kyle and Amanda will send me a text and I'll figure out what it is. And if I can order some, I will definitely get it delivered to my house. Because it's something about online ordering. So yes. I'm like, they said a new product. So I don't know what it is, to be honest. I really, I mean, the flavors sound good. Yeah, no, I agree. And I just, I just want to, I just want to try it. That's all I want is just to try it. And that, that's how deep we are loving Summer House. (laughs) And also how much time we have on our hands. Let's scoop into what we're drinking today. Scoop in. Tell us us about it. Tell us about what you're drinking. Okay. In that delivery you just got. Okay. So I am drinking 21st Amendment, which we've had beers from them before. That was our first beer we had. Okay. Um, Hell or High Watermelon. It's a wheat beer brewed with watermelons. It's a seasonal release. Um, And this was not the beer that I had originally placed in my order. Um, But the guy called and said, hey, we don't have that beer that you originally wanted, but we have a substitute. Will you take that? And I said, yes, I'll take anything. And that's what we got. And I like it. Um, it has like very faint hints of watermelon, yeah. Um, which is good because I'm not a big watermelon like flavored person. Like artificial watermelon. Yes. Wow. Um, but this has just like hints of it, and it's very light, and like you can drink it very easily. I told Harley it's one of those. It's it's like a beer. Like like I probably would also not like order it immediately at like a a bar or like something like that. But if I had it like laying around i would throw it in a cooler and bring it to the beach yeah so i've had this beer and for something i just i don't love it there's something about it that i'm not the biggest fan of i think it's fine but i like i've been in the city or even places where it's like been on the menu it's like nine dollars for a hell of a high watermelon and i'm just like it's literally four point it's not even five percent alcohol <laughs> no, i'm not gonna pay nine to eleven dollars for this can of beer um, so I also said this to Harley. The alcohol is four point nine, and I said we couldn't do we couldn't make, do five. We couldn't do five. we couldn't add point one to get to five. I always just think that those are a guesstimation because, like, if you're brewing, I feel like each one might be a little bit different. That's right. So this can um, this can could be four point eight or five. Yeah, five or five. Um, so I am drinking. So the beer that I rode my little bike to. Um, is from Carton Brewing, but it is like a collective beer um, that was started by Other Half, which they're a, um, a brewery that's 
based out of Brooklyn and it's called all together. It's basically, um, they created this recipe and shared it with a bunch of different brewers. And now it's like about a week or so, two weeks after they like created it. And it's like, you can find it online and like brew it yourself, any brewery ever. But I think they originally shared it with like 50 of the bre- of breweries that they know, um, that they're friends with and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an IPA and it's, um, basically going to, some of the profits of this beer go to support like um hospitality workers and stuff so like bartenders barbacks waiters waitresses things like that um during the COVID-19 outbreak which is really cool um and honestly it's really other half beer is like so it's like my favorite 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 beer ever and so once I saw that they were doing like a kind of it's like like a collab but it's like really just like their own um their recipe and then all the breweries can brew it but it's like they're following their recipe so it's like it is really good and I'm like loving it and savoring it and good so yeah 6.5 percent oh you win yeah I'm trying to think if it has if it had the name like the name of the hops and stuff I don't think I saw it but What's the candle it t- what does it taste like? Because when I was riding the bike and it was in my cart, it would just like flip around and and hit things. And what does it taste like? Um, like an IPA. Gotcha. Very nice. Well, cheers. Virtu- cheers. Virtual cheers. All right, so let's get into what are we like forty five minutes in at this point? No, no, no. So let's get into um the movie that we did this week yeah so we continued the month of mysteries and we did a comedy we did uh clue which i loved i'm so glad i picked it because i thought you were gonna like it i really enjoyed it and i didn't know if you had ever seen it before or anything like that no I never seen it, but uh, so it's from 1985, and I was telling, um, just briefly because we text like like you text like a little bit when you're watching it, and then I like respond to like mm-hmm. what you're saying when I watch it. Um, so Harley was saying that she liked it, and I was like, oh, that's good, like I whatever, um, because it was a big old flop when it came out, um, both critically and commercially, it was a flop, and has become a cult I classic would, over I the years. Get- critically i would get critically because i think it is but it gives me a little bit of like knives out vibes that's why i'm like right. that's why i'm like it could have been but i do think commercially it could have been i thought it was good like i thought it was yeah funny and i liked it i thought it was also hee funny i laughed a lot yeah me too and i mean for the time like you have tim curry you have martin mole you have uh christopher lloyd you have leslie ann warren like you have uh all these people in it that like were very big at the time that the movie came out so you would think that like based off of just names like people would be going to see the movie but they didn't it like flopped like terribly uh which is upsetting but uh yeah let's get into it a little bit uh, i am going to need you to give me a rundown of like the why they were all there again okay because i forgot i've like mixed them up in my head okay i have it i i have it written down okay good um so obviously we know this is based off of the board game you do you like the board game 
It was what it used to be my favorite board game. Okay, Clue. it's yeah. one of my favorite board games. So you have Mrs. White, Colonel Mustard, Mrs. Peacock, Mr. Green, Professor Flit, Professor Plum, uh, and Miss Scarlet. Okay, Ms. I will say something. Who were you when you played? I was always um, the sexy one. Miss Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> or Peacock. Uh-huh. Those were the two or the or the zany one. Yeah. But exactly, what is me? Sexy and zany. Um, but my whole thing with this movie is that they aren't wearing the colors. That's on purpose. I sure, but I wanted them so I could keep it keep it in in check. Yeah, one of the you would have been more critically acclaimed <laughs> if they did that. They they went for the uh like the opposite of what the colors were supposed to be for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Um, because Mrs. White shows up and she's in all black. Black. Yeah. And also, but also I love, I don't know, I love all these characters and I love all these, mm-hmm. all these actors because they're so going for it. Yeah. And it's just like so funny. Um, but anyway, so, but that's not their real names. So when they, yes. when they get there, they're assigned these characters. It's kind of like a murder mystery, like dinner party, party. basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, they... The first person we meet is Wadsworth, who is Tim Curry, and he's the butler. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they all start to arrive, like, one by one. Mrs. Peacock is so funny to me. She's so, like, kooky bananas mm-hmm. that, like, everything she does just, like, makes me laugh. Like, when she accidentally drinks the, the, drink, brandy. the brandy, and then they're like, oh, my God, it might be poison. And then she's just screaming. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so, I don't know. It's It's very funny. Um, but they all get there, they're, and they're all, um, like, uh, sitting around the dinner table, and they're not allowed to use their real names, or, like, say, like, who they're married to, or, like, anything like that, but we all start, but you start to realize that they're all connected somehow, because they do know, like, little things about each other, like, they've seen mm-hmm. each other out socially, or they've seen each other in different things, um, and, like, Washington becomes, like, a big, like, thing, like, Washington, D.C., uh, yeah. Professor Plum works for the uh, World Health Organization, and I wrote down topical. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so, also, I need to point out. What is? Go ahead. Sorry. I do not condone any of the sexual harassment that takes place in this movie. The sexual harassment in this in this film is rampant. Yeah. It's like, it's like very insane how much Yvette or Yvette is yeah, like Yvette, yeah. is like. It's just, it's so rampant. And I, know. I mean, her boobs are, are some of are you, the high heaven. They are they humongous. Are, I have never seen boobs that high. They were at her chin. I was like, and they were not like, they were big, but they weren't like, like cartoon big. Yeah. Either. But also, I will say, I thought that actress, don't have her name, I thought she was funny. Yeah, I thought she did a good job. Yeah, she did great. Um, so. Then uh, Mr. Body arrives, and he's the one that has invited everyone to this dinner. And slowly but surely, the 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 butler. Oh, but here's a line. Um, so someone walks in and goes to Wadsworth. Oh, you're the butler. What do you do? And he goes, I buttle. <laughs> this is this this is the kind of humor that's in this movie, and it yeah. it's not like falling on the floor laughing, but it's good for like a chuckle, and that's no, what I yeah. like. 
agree. That's what I found throughout the movie is that it was a lot of things where you were like, oh my God, this is kind of serious. Uh-huh. And then someone would say something and you were like, ha, ha, ha. like it wasn't like LOL, LOL, like lines I'm going to repeat because they're so funny. Yes. But it was like the timing and like how things were said that made things more funny exactly uh i love the running joke of uh colonel mustard like asking wadsworth something and then wadsworth answering with like a yes or no and then he'd be like yes or no to what yeah 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 (laughs) and and then like it would just go in like a big circle of (laughs) i i like like that stuff makes me laugh anyway um you find out that mr body has invited them all there because they're all being blackmailed yes so this is what i have Professor Plum is blackmailed because he's sleeping with his patients. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Miss Scarlet uh, <laughs> runs a brothel. Yes, like yes. basically, um, which I love. I love. I love that. Like I love that Me for too. for her. Um, Mrs. Like a businesswoman. <laughs> yes, exactly. What a feminist. Mrs. Peacock uh, bribes people. Uh, I thought it had something to do with her husband, too. Yeah, she bribes people so that her husband can stay, like, a senator. Gotcha, 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 yeah. Um, Colonel Mustard, he picks up sex workers. Yes, yeah. Uh, from, Miss, from her brothel. From Miss Carla's brothel. <laughs> uh, Mrs. White killed her husbands, which, in a really funny scene, where they, like, ask her, like, um... Like, how did her first husband die? And she says, uh, he was an illusion he was an illusionist, so he just disappeared. Disappeared, yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Uh Mr. Green is gay. And he comes right out and he's like, Well, I'll tell you what my thing is. I'm a homosexual. I gotta tell you, Mr. Green, he's attractive in this film. Yes, I agree, yeah, yeah. And then Mr. Body is the blackmailer. He's the one blackmailing all of them. Um and then so they are all obviously like upset and but admit that they have been paying Mr. Body to like keep the blackmail going. Yeah. Um so they uh all receive gifts from Mr. Body as he's like telling them like the elaborate plan and whatever. And all the gifts are the weapons from the game. Mhm. Which is good. Uh there's also I don't know who says it. Uh oh my god, who says this line? I don't remember. Maybe Mr. Green says it, but he says, uh, I'm not being blackmailed because I have socialist friends. <laughs> and it made me LOL. I don't remember who says it, but he says something about socialist friends. And I was watching. I don't remember. It was one of the men, but I don't remember who said it. Maybe Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then um, Mr. Body is like telling them that they're not going to be able to leave. And whatnot, and the lights go out, and a sh- and a gunshot is heard, and then when they wake up, Mister Body is dead on the ground, and then that's when the Mrs. Peacock thing happens with the brandy, and they slap yes. her. <laughs> yes. And um, dead, so we think. Right. Dead, so we think. Yes. And then um, Yvette is like listening in because they're all being recorded in the other room, and she starts to scream, and when they run in. She says that she was screaming because she realized that there was a murderer in the house. Uh, this was supposed to be our senior show. Did you know that? Wait, that's what I was going to say. I was like, this is a good play. This was supposed to be our fall play. We It should have been. Yes. It would have been so good. Guys, we had such a kooky, kooky other show. Yeah, not kooky in this way. Kooky in like no. the bad way. 
Yeah. Kooky in the way that no one understood what was going on. Yeah. Um, so now it's, um, now it's become who is the murderer. It's one of the people in the house, not Mr. Body. So then they run. There's a lot of running that takes place. So they go to, um, why do they go to, why, but why do they go there? Oh, because, because. They're trying to see who else is in the house. Yes. And they just say the cook is the only other person in the house other than Yvette. Right. And so they go to the kitchen and the cook is dead. So now yeah. there's, now there's well, two she bodies. Falls out of the, she, they can't find her and she falls out of the freezer. Yeah. With a knife in her back. Right. And then. Like, honestly, like, babe, you would have been bleeding a lot more if you were dead. Yes. And I also could. the fridge might have kept you alive. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how that works, but I agree. It was very little blood for that. Um. <laughs> so now there's two bodies. So now they decide that they need to search the whole house to find out. If there, if there really is anyone else in the house, because the entire time you're just like convinced that like when, when they're finding these bodies that everyone is together because there's so many people like in the frame that, mm-hmm. that you're, that you're not really keeping track of like who's not yeah. there and who isn't there. Yeah. Um. So you're, so you're following along with their logic of like, okay, it's not any of us because we were all together. Someone else is in the house. So there's a great line where Yvette is like, I'm scared of the dark. Won't someone come with me? And then Colonel Mustard and Professor Plum go, I'll go. And, yeah. then, and then she turns to Mr. Green and, and he goes, no, thank you. Yeah. And then they get stuck together. Yep. Uh, which is so good. Um, and then it cuts away to a black glove throwing all the blackmail into the fire. So it's like, yeah. why, why are they getting rid of this evidence? Um... As they're searching the house, they uh, the doorbell rings and it's a man who needs um, to use the phone because his car broke down because it's like a dark and stormy night. Mm-hmm. And he goes in to, I don't remember what room it is. The, the lounge? The lounge? Sure. And is using the phone and then someone, a black glove, comes up and hits him over the head over with... The head with- a wrench. The, with the wrench. And in the meantime, they find Mr. Body again, this time dead, like for real. Yeah. With the candlestick. With the blood force trauma to the head. Right. So now you're like, well, why wasn't, like, who checked him the first time mm-hmm. and said he was dead? And it was Professor Plum. Yeah. So now it opens up a new questions and whatnot. So then it's, uh, the, it's that also funny part because then uh mr p uh miss scarlet and colonel mustard are like paired together mm-hmm. and they find a secret passageway that leads them to the lounge where they find the dead motorist yes and they're like banging on the door and like then, let us out yeah let us out and then the uh, the people on the other side of the door are saying let us in let us in mm-hmm. and then they go let us out let us out and then um Yvette goes to the okay so they took all of the the gifts, the murder weapons that Mr. Body had given them and locked them away in a little cupboard and, like, locked it. And um, what what's his name? What's the butler's name? Wadsworth. Wadsworth was, had the key. Oh, yeah. And, the re- and was going, and was supposed to have thrown it out. So, the, but the Yvette goes into the thing, sees that it's open, grabs the gun, and shoots the door so that the lock breaks open for whatever the door is and they can get out. 
Um, and then that creates like a whole big thing because they're like, we thought it was locked, like all this stuff, where's the key? And the whole thing is like, wow, we're supposed to have the key to that room, but not have the key to the cupboard. Right. So, so what happened? Yes. What happened there, Wadsworth? Uh, and the whole time they keep just saying the police is coming in like a half hour. Right. Um, which the police, this cop does arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he's not the police that they they expect. Right. And they lock him in another room. Basically, he just came because he said, oh, I saw that there's an abandoned car. Like, is, did the motorist come in, in here? Yeah. And he was like, this... that made my, my favorite scene when they were in the, when they went back into the lot, like the thing, and they made, they poured, put all the alcohol on his lips, <laughs> put the bottle in his hand, put the hat down so you couldn't see his, like, head wound. Yes. And then it, I think it was, it was Miss Scarlet and I think Professor Plum, like, making out on the couch. Uh-huh. And then. In the other room, because the cop was like, let me see everything else. And then in, like, the the study or wherever that they were originally, where everybody was, uh-huh. they had the dead cook in there, and then they had dead Mr. Body. So then they had, like, Miss, they had, like, Miss White hold up the dead cook, and Mr. Colonel, or Colonel Mustard, whatever, pretended to make out with the dead cook. Yep. And then, or, no, or I don't know, Miss Peacock was behind her. And then Miss White and was on the couch with Mr. Body. Yep. And then he was like, guys, there's nothing, like, and then I don't know, oh, Dr., no, Mr. Green was like, oh, my God, I, like, I don't want you to see this, like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's fine. There's nothing illegal about it. This is a free country, like, all this stuff. Because it was, like, basically looked like they were having, like, an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> when he says, is this a free country, Wadsworth, Wadsworth is like, I didn't know it was that free. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> yes, I did, too. It was so good. Um, while the cop is in that room, he gets a call from J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah. Which I was which like. I, mean, I think was dated because I didn't under, I didn't get it. Yeah. Well, like, well, it says that that this movie takes place in 1954. Oh, okay. Because at the very end, like they say it. So spoiler alert: there's three alternate endings to this, mm-hmm. and in each alternate ending, they all say. Which I loved because I didn't know that was going to happen, and I was like, "How are they going to like get this through? Like, how are they going to say who did it or didn't yeah. do it? Like, I was like, I want to know. Right. Um. Because in all three endings, someone says communism. That was just a red herring. Because the whole time you're thinking that, like, this... Or I don't even know if you are thinking yet. The the movie's, like, like weirdly explains itself away at the end for, like, being kind of political. Or, like, being faux-political, like, throughout. Mm-hmm. Where, like, people talking about DC and, like, senators and... But, like, nothing... Like, there's no, like, anyone being, like we're doing this because communism it was yeah. so like that like i don't know i think it's just kind of like a funny weird thing that they threw in there um but uh they the cop is killed uh and then we see Yvette sneak into the billiards room and she no longer has a french accent Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, my, it's talking to somebody, but yes, it's dark. Yeah, exactly. And she's saying, I don't think they recognized me, blah, 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 blah. Uh, because when the cop walks in, he points to Yvette or Miss Scarlet and says, don't I know you from somewhere? I think he points to Yvette. I think so, too. Yeah. And uh, they. Uh, she, oh, so she's a fake French maid and she gets strangled by someone using the rope which i was sad i was sad for yvette yeah she didn't deserve it (laughs) and same thing with the cop didn't deserve it wrong place wrong time 
Um, and then there's that really funny thing. Was it Pat Regan who posted that the clip of Clue and said me me during quarantine? And it's the part where where the doorbell rings and Mrs. Peacock is like, ah, whoever it is, they have to go away or they'll be dead. <laughs> And it made me laugh because that was what I thought of. But also, too, it's so funny because she is, like, screaming about the doorbell ringing. And then she is, like, says what I just said. And then and then uh, it's very relatable for the for the for the quarantine content. That's like a was big that the point where there was the, or that was a different point from when there was like a tap, a, a, a letter gram oh, or whatever. A t- a singing telegram. Yeah. She shows up and then gets shot right away. No, it was after. It was after the singing telegram because then they open the door and the guy is there and he's like, have you accepted Jesus into your heart? The rapture is coming. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then Mrs. Peacock says something of like, it's already here or something like that. Um, And then we start to get like a little bit of like people confessing to stuff. And we find out that the motorist was Colonel Mustard's driver and in the war and knew a lot of like and knew that like colonel mustard's real thing that he was black being blackmailed for was not like it was it was sleeping with with like sex workers sorry right yeah it was was sleeping with sex workers but um that he like during the the war he was like giving secrets right no 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 what was it he stole like um like um like radios like airplane radios and like all this stuff and sold them on the black market um to make a bunch of money and uh, like someone else once he said that was like my brother died because he got into he's like thousands oh no they said like thousands of people died because they got into these planes without any radios and like blah 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 blah. yes it was like a, a they called it a military something like i don't know yes musketeer i don't know <laughs> military musketeer um and then we learn that uh yvette was one of mrs white's husband's mistresses and there's that very very great but so strange part of um like the movie where she's like saying like when i found them together it was it was it was flames, flames on the side of my head, burning, yeah. burning. And I was like, what is this take? I loved that. I loved it too. And then when I Googled it, it said that it was improv. It was ad-libbed, which was why she was fumbling because she was trying to think of things as she was doing it. And I was like, yeah. Bra- bravo to you. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think what else. Miss Scarlet. So, Okay. So there's three endings to this to this movie. And when it was released in theaters, they would ship um all three endings to the to the theater. And they would pick which one they wanted to play. And they would pick which one they want to play and in the in the paper or like whenever however you got your your show times, it would say ending A, ending B or ending C. So then you would oh, go cool. you would go at the time of whatever ending you like. You would think see. that would get more people to go see this movie. Yes. I just don't think that enough people saw it for them for, <laughs> for like 
for like them to be like, oh, I got the I want to see it again. I got the Miss Scarlet ending, and then someone would be like, what Miss Scarlet? No, I got the I got the Mrs. Peacock ending, and then they'd yeah. be like, wait, what? I don't think enough people were talking about it <laughs> where like they were like oh, comparing no. notes, <laughs> which is a shame. This movie's great. I know, I agree. Famously, uh, Casey, one of Casey Wilson's favorite movies. Oh, I love that. Um, so the first ending that we get is that Miss Scarlet did it. Mm-hmm. And and then she doesn't get away with it. Wadsworth like stops her. Yes. Uh, because there's and that. Basically, it's like because she like if that worked for her. Um, she had the connection with Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Like, um, someone else killed somebody else. Like it was like not all of her doings. Yes. But the majority. Of, of it was it her. was yes and it and was it was because she like needed she needed all their secrets that's what she needed she yes. needed all the politicians like secrets that the girls get from when they do it and that's like what she like lived off of i guess yes yeah um and then uh there's the great scene where where she because wad wad so <laughs> before that wadsworth is like we have to recreate everything so then they're just running from yeah i love that <laughs> and then they're like uh to make a long story short and they're like too late too late uh, that was like a common thing throughout the whole movie because he was like oh to make, he would be like 10 minutes into a story and they says to make a long story short and it's like then keep going it was so good i love the running around to different things mm-hmm. and everyone and and then like everyone's like being like oh what like they're like surprise yeah. reaction to things and then when they had to recreate the mrs peacock thing and they slapped her again <laughs> it was so it was so good so um at when during the miss scarlet like ending he she's pointing the gun at wadsworth and she's like there's one bullet left and it's for you and he goes no you think there's one bullet left but there's no bullets left because Two plus two plus two plus one. Plus one, yeah. And then she's like, no, 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 no. It's one plus one plus two plus one. And then yeah. she's like, and then he's like, yeah, two plus two plus two plus one. And then, and then they go like go in like this weird like mm-hmm. order for like whatever. And then eventually, there was a bullet left. There was a bullet left because they shoot down the thing. Who does it fall in front of? Colonel uh, Mustard. mustard. Yeah. yeah. All the chandeliers keep falling in front of him. And uh, the FBI like storms in, and you find out that. Is this where you find out that Wadsworth is the agent? Or is that Mrs. Peacock? No. I think that the Miss Scarlet one, the guy who was like, have you accepted Jesus into your heart, just storms in and is like, we've been tracking Mr. Body through the FBI, whatever, for for months or whatever. And then everyone's like, and then they take Miss Scarlet away. And then like a a little clue card comes up and it goes, uh, but this, or, this yeah. And then it picks up with Wadsworth, like, explaining, like, the ending part of him explaining everything. And then someone being like, uh, well, if you have the gun, then you're the one who did it. Because whoever has the gun is the one that shot the, the, yeah. the telegram. And that's girl. how the Miss Scarlet one yeah. starts, too. And Miss Scarlet took it out, so. And you fi- and, and, and they go around, it shows everybody, they're like, we don't have anything, like, whatever. And then it shows Miss Peacock. Miss Peacock. And... The way that Wadsworth figured that one out was because uh, in the beginning, the cook brings out like a meal and Mrs. Peacock is like, oh, it's one of my favorite dishes. And then the reveal is that it's monkey brain. Brains, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. And then Mr. Green is like, what did we eat? And then he runs to, 
and then he runs to the bathroom. I love Mr. Green in this. Yeah. Um, and Mrs. Peacock did it. I don't remember why she did it. Was it something about Colonel right. Mustard? No. I don't remember. No, it's just, I think, to keep, like, her husband's secrets and stuff. Um, and then that's the one where Wadsworth is revealed to be, like, she's like, he's like, that call from J. Edgar Hoover? It was yeah, for no. me. Yeah. I'm, I'm an FBI agent. And then yeah. the guy comes, like, like, uh, she, like, they let her leave and they start singing, for she's a jolly good fella. Like, yeah. And then she's, like, walking out. I like out. that ending. I thought that was fun. Yeah. And then they stop her at the at the at her car and the guy comes out again and is like mrs peacock uh the rapture is here because when they're singing mrs peacock like if i was at a dinner party where they called me like a fake name and then i was leaving the dinner party and someone was yelling at me that fake name i would be like what the fuck i don't even know like i'm over it yeah especially Uh, when i got away with murder exactly um and then she is uh picked up by the fbi and then the last ending which, like, another clue card comes up and is like, but this is how it really happened or something like that, um, is that you find out that that Wadsworth is actually Mr. Body, and he's mm-hmm. the one that's been blackmailing all of them. Yes. And, yeah, and now he just is, like, he wants to keep it all and, mm-hmm. and make them continue to pay and, and frame all of them for murder. And then he killed all the people who also knew, like... Yeah the secrets yes too. they all worked for him <laughs> like yeah. they like they basically were all like people who worked for him who he got to get like the... infiltrate the other businesses yeah. yeah uh which is smart it's genius and yeah. then in that ending mr green turns out to be an fbi agent mm-hmm. and then it, it ends with with wadsworth getting arrested and then he turns to the other fbi agent and he goes thanks i'm going home to sleep with my wife wife yeah <laughs> honestly which ending do you prefer i like the miss scarlet ending i like the miss scarlet ending okay yeah that's my that's my favorite one and i i just like seeing like a woman do that all and i think i like it go keep going sorry i think i like it because i like i like leslie ann warren in this movie i think she's like so funny and like sexy and like Mm -hmm. but like not like funny like trying to be funny like I think that she just has like really good timing yeah. and facial expressions because when when like uh Wadsworth is like going through everything and then they're like and it was Miss Scarlet and she goes true how did you know and I just love like I like it's so funny uh-huh. I don't know to me yeah. I just I love it like I love that reaction I love her being like like how like what I don't know yeah it's good I like this movie but I like yeah. the Miss Scarlet ending I like too. Um, isn't it funny that the two characters I said that I would be wanted up being, like, the two options of murder? <laughs> the sexy and the zany. Mm-hmm. Just uh, knows you what I'm capable of. <laughs> uh, watch out, boys. Watch out, boys. Uh, but no, I like this one a lot. And it was easy breezy cover girl to get through. Yeah, A quick, a quick 80-minute movie. Yeah and didn't have to think a lot you weren't like following multiple plot lines it didn't really matter like if you were like like yes like the big question is like who's who is the murderer just like Mm -hmm. it is in clue but like if you're not like following like the red herrings and like the like whatever's it doesn't like really matter 
like yeah it like i don't know it's it's gonna get spelled out for you at the end anyway yeah so, like you don't have to be like paying but attention it also kept you it like kept you engaged watching because yeah. you were like oh what it, what is going on like yeah and it's funny it genuinely makes me laugh yeah i but, thought it was good too wait so what is it on like rotten tomatoes and stuff uh let me see Let's i can see, tell you It's got three and a half stars on IMDb. So on Rotten Tomatoes, on Rotten Tomatoes, okay, it has 62% and audience score is 86, which makes sense to me because I feel like in the years since it came out, it be- it has become like a cult, like classic, like people who have seen it loved it and don't really understand like why people hated it like back then. Um, yeah. So that like those ratings make sense to me because I also I think I also think that critics much like they do like rewatch something that that like has a really bad reputation and they're like guys it's not that bad like yeah. like it actually is like pretty funny for like the time that it was made and like is a little bit more self aware of itself like it's not trying yeah. to be anything other than like this no. true like like silly murder mystery yeah. Um, which I, which I like. And at that point, it was already a game, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no, I just, I, I like this movie a lot. I think it's fun. And it's nice that we, like, did, like, the first two movies we covered, like, Gone Girl is an amazing movie, but it's very heavy and it's dark. Mulholland Drive is, like, not as heavy because it doesn't really make sense. But it still like is not light. Like there's no haws. Like what? It, like like you know what I mean? Like you're not teehee-heeing yeah. through Mulholland Drive. Yeah, no, not at all. I uh, did not listen to anything. And then this one, it was very light and airy. Yeah, yeah. So like it was good to like have this palate cleanser. Yeah, apparently Clue came out in 1949. I just like the board. Game. The board game. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember they the so the poison. Because they talk about the the poison being in the brandy, but it's not an actual gift. And they said that was because somewhere along the line they like re-released Clue and the poison wasn't uh like for a short period of time, I think, like I read, like the poison wasn't part of the game anymore. It was replaced with, with like something else. Mm. Um, so they okay. they like threw it into the movie to like pay homage to it or whatever. Mm. Um But I like this movie. What? Are you, how, what are you going to, so now we actually are both drinking beer. What are you giving your beer? Um, I would give my beer a, hmm, I'd give it like a, a 4.5, 4.6, honestly, which might be my highest rated beer. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, if you're giving it a 4.6, it's tied with uh, with Kane's uh, gravitational party waves. Um. Yeah. So I give it like a four point. Yeah, it's on the same plane as that. So four point five, four point six. It's really four point five five. I'll say. Um, <laughs> it's really like my type of beer. It's like one of my favorites. So it's like my favorite kind of style, and it's like unfiltered, beautiful, hazy IPA, and I love it. How about you, Mike? I'm giving mine a three point five. Okay. I'm en- I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. like i'll like i'll definitely drink the rest of like what i have yeah i'm not like rushing out to drink it right now but i'm yeah. liking it 
I want to, I wish, I just wish I was on like a beach. Like that's like my ideal situation. Feels, for this. Yeah. Um, I feel that. Okay. So for Clue, the movie, what are you going to give it? I think I'm going to give it like a, I'm like teetering between like a 3.8 and a 4. Okay. A 3.9. Wow. Can we say? Wow. Okay. 3.9. Wow. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I had a great time watching it. Good. I love that for you. Yeah. I'm not going to go that high. Okay. I get it. It's fine. I'm going to go, I think, a 3.42. Okay. So that would make the average of Clue... A 3.66. That seems pretty right to me. Yeah, that seems fair. That seems very fair. Uh, it's just a good time, guys. It's a good it's a good movie. It's a good distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, next week will be our last m- uh, month for April. Uh, whoa. Month for April. Yep. Uh, will be our last uh, mystery movie because it's our last it'll be our last episode for April um, I'm trying to remember what it is we're gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look after this yeah uh, well we have been going in chronological order so we started with oh, yes. with, okay, okay, with uh, the most recent to the oldest so next week's will be the oldest mystery movie that we are covering um, it's a classic just to throw out a hint and then we will be diving into May, which is crazy. Can't believe that that's happening. Cookie, Uh, do you want me to t- say what the theme for May is? Yeah. Okay. So the theme for May is high school movies. Woo! So the whole rationale behind it was that May was like, like start of summer. So like that's why like I was I picked high school what? movies. What yeah. Was, <laughs> <laughs> was gonna be the start of summer, but like, who knows? Uh, but we're going to be doing high school movies. We're going to be covering some classics. We have some guests lined up that will be calling in via Skype. And it's going to be a good time. I'm excited for the movies that we picked. Yes. Um, and yeah, I think that that's all I have. Do you have anything else, Harls? No, that's it. You know, the drill, just follow, um, subscribe whole deal if you are near carton brewery definitely check out this beer it's really good i don't know how long they're gonna make it or have it um it dropped like last week so like the week of i don't know the first i guess is that the first the second week of mid second week of april yeah um so if you're interested in trying that it's really good and it goes to support um hospitality workers during this time which i think is really cool of them to do and all the breweries doing together um or if you're somewhere where they might have like a brewery that is like joining in on this it's called all together the beer there's like a bajillion breweries that are doing it now so um yeah definitely check it out other than that i think that we're good yeah watch watch summer house oh yeah literally watch summer house it's so good all right cheers